It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This episode of the Locked On NFL Draft Show was recorded before the finish of Week 18. So if you notice that the Bears aren't drafting number one and it's the Houston Texans, and obviously we know that that flip-flop, we will come back at a later time and correct that. But as of now, our thoughts, our thoughts on the draft and the selection and where guys are going to go, that has not changed. So we hope you like this episode. Enjoy. It never hurts to have an idea of what's going to go out to do simulations. That's what a mock draft is. And today starts round two of our mock draft as the order sits right now going into the CFB playoff as well as the last weekend of the NFL schedule. Welcome to Lockdown NFL Draft. Let's go. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of the Locked On NFL Draft Show. I'm your host, former NFL and AFL defensive back, Eric Crocker. And of course, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Tracy. He is at Ryan Tracy NFL on Twitter. He's also a host of the Locked On Chiefs. All right, I am at Eric underscore Crocker on Twitter. We want to thank you for making us your first listen every day and also let you know that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Uh, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. And they have a special offer for my listeners. Get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. Ryan, it is mock draft season, and we are continuing to fire away at this, and we're trying to get it right. The funny thing about mocks is the the, the fans, they either hate it, and they hate their pick, and if they hate their pick, it is a horrible mock, or they love it because you got (laughs) a player that they really like. And I would say more times than not, when the draft actually rolls around, it's somewhere in between. And I think there are always typically a lot of, Angry fans that they didn't get the player that they wanted. And um, we're here to try to keep a little balance to all that. So we're going to do a little different than we did last week. You did odd. I did even this week. You will do AFC. I will do NFC. And hopefully we make everybody happy and we can be one big happy listening family. So the Houston Texans, it, it was pretty much a foregone conclusion that the first pick in the draft was going to be Bryce Young. I, I think a lot of people kind of have him locked in there at the number one pick. You're picking for the AFC. Do you still think that remains the case? Yeah, and that's part of this process for me is this is all about options, right? As we go through this, we're going to do these all the way up until the draft. So you're going to get a different pick. Well, you should get a different pick every week. We'll see what happens. But for me, it's like, okay, is there an argument to be made for that to be different? And so given that he finally put what – I think we've heard you and I, our instant reaction was that CJ Stroud's last ball game was his best ball game as a Buckeye. And I think 
more and more analysts come around to that concept. So let's say that that gets loose in the Houston front office and they're like, you know what? He can do everything. All of his, his negatives that we had, we're now comfortable with. Why not take the bigger, stronger guy that we feel can continue to evolve? And now that he can use his legs, he can do it all for us. So let's say that that happens and Houston flips their pick and now they're going to go CJ Stroud number one overall. Still a quarterback, but a different one. So let's do that. I like that. And CJ Stroud, I mean, again, you watch him in the in, in the college football playoff game. That was probably the best version of CJ I've seen, just in the sense of utilizing his entire skill set, being able yep. to move and make plays with his legs. I mean, down the stretch in that game, ripping off a huge run to put them in field goal range, like that was big. And it almost felt like he's been reluctant to use his legs. He's not a speedster, right? You're not going to mistake him for being Lamar Jackson, but he's a guy that is accurate and precise from the pocket, throwing the ball down the field, the big ball. I mean, I, it would be hard to find a quarterback. And really the last few classes are just better with throwing that deep ball. It's almost Russell Wilson-like with the arc that it has and the drops in there on the bucket over the outside shoulder of his receivers. He does a terrific job, but it was – can he utilize his legs a little bit more? We got to see that in a college football playoff game. So, uh, Will, Will Stroud, in this scenario, he must have had an amazing offseason. And he has the size. He has the ability. And he has the number one overall pick now in his pocket. At pick two, all right, you have the – and I'm picking for the NFC. Now you got the Chicago Bears on the clock. And this is going to be easy. Since you didn't take Bryce Young, they're going to take Bryce Young because – Justin Fields is a running back. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I do think that Justin Fields, you know, I'm joking, guys. Bears fans out there, I'm joking. But Justin Fields, he's been a terrific runner. He's been amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still waiting for him, for someone who I thought was so accurate and, and made so many throws. And it's almost like he's still having to develop as a passer in the NFL. So I don't know if the game is uh, taking, you know, moving too fast. And that was one thing, a knock on him in college. Where it's like, man, he kind of waits for guys to get open. Is he that anticipatory thrower? Uh, maybe, And we're not seeing that in the NFL where now lanes close quicker. He can make all the throws. He has all the ability. The most talented quarterback from that class. But so far, from the passing perspective, I haven't seen it. Don't worry, guys. They are not drafting Bryce Young. I wouldn't do that to them. Uh, we chose Will, Will Anderson for them last week. And, you know, just for the sake of conversation, mm-hmm. let's give them a different defense alignment. And this now we're going to go Jalen Carter. In the middle there. Jalen Carter, he's a guy, big body, 6'3", over 300 pounds. Plug up that hole in the middle. Middle. They, they've had good guys there in the middle. And I think that when we talk about the Chicago Bears being the best version of them and how they've been, it is those guys plugging those holes, plugging those gaps, being really strong, sturdy, stopping the run. And this time around, we're going to go with Jalen Carter out of Georgia. I, I, did I say Clemson? I'm in Georgia. Jalen Carter out of Georgia. <laughs> It is Georgia, and I like what you're doing here because I think our initial reaction like we had was, hey, Jalen didn't look like he was really putting out in that semi, right? He looked winded. He looked like he was fatigued. Maybe there was he was either ill or maybe there was something conditioning going on. But when you step back and what we've gotten since then is that's the most snaps he's ever been asked to play. Because of the rotation that's been at Georgia, that was a step up for him. So let's see what happens in the championship game. We are recording this beforehand, so I like that. So what are you going to do then with Seattle that comes right after them? You know, the fans pushed back on the thoughts of getting the quarterback. But now they get the guy that I've compared to Russell Wilson, the guy who was with Seattle for a long time, and we're going with Bryce Young. Listen, Seattle fans, you're only going to have so many options to, one, have two first-round picks and also be this high. I think Seattle is a very well-ran organization. I I like what 
my guy Geno Smith has done. Again, I was with Geno Smith when he was a rookie. And I got to see what that looked like. And I've seen the progression. I've seen the maturity. And I love it. And he could very well be there for another two years, three years, whatever it is. Maybe we'll see. But why not when you have the opportunity to draft high like this and get that quarterback and still have another pick in this draft, right? Right now we have them picking 19th. We'll get to that pick a little bit later. But why not go after and get somebody that can be a franchise-changing guy? And you can go Will Anderson here. I, I don't think anybody would argue with that, all right? So if you guys disagree, I get it. But we're going to go Bryce Young. They're going to have that guy that is a terrific leader, has the mobility, makes the plays all script, maybe not the huge arm, but can make all the throws, and great leadership. He's going to be a guy that's going to lead Seattle. And I think Pete Carroll's going to like this type of guy. He's mature for his age. He's doing a terrific job. So let's go with Bryce Young to the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, I like it. I, I'm in the same thing. Like, you have to take that opportunity when you have a top three pick. If they stay there, we're going to talk probably in the next couple of weeks about who's most likely to trade out. That's going to change here a little bit, too. So that leaves you both the top quarterbacks are gone. What do you do with Arizona? Because they're up next. I think that's easy now, right? We're talking about Will Anderson. You see J.J. Watt. Uh, as we talk about this in about an hour or so, or a couple hours, he will be playing his last game in the NFL. And he'd been terrific for them. And they've had some good uh, edge presence guys there. But you got to get back to that, right? You got to get back to the Chandler Jones and those type of guys that can really rush off the edge and affect the passer. And I think offensively they have a lot of weapons. If Will Anderson was to, quote, unquote, fall to them, and we say fall because this is a guy that potentially could be the number one overall pick and nobody would bat an eye. But going to number four overall to the Arizona Cardinals, they just got better on defense now. And – I mean, I think there's a case that maybe they flip-flop this, and if they're picking third by the end of this day, then even then, I think that's a guy that would still go high. All right, so Will Anderson, he's going to the Arizona Cardinals. He's going to change the way that defense looks. And they got some guys over there that can ball. Buda Baker, some guys. I think they've got some cornerbacks they can continue to improve on. Marco Wilson, he's a decent starter. There, there's some guys that they have there that can play, but you got to be able to get up to the passer. Losing J.J. Watt, that's going to be big. Uh, we knew this was going to be a lifetime, long-term plan at the edge position. But with Will Anderson, now they got the long-term guy. Yeah, it's really interesting, especially they have Cam Thomas, who's really coming on in terms of his pressure percentage out there outside linebacker. You still need the inside end, right? And I think that Will has shown that he can play reduced as well. So I, I like the fit, and you just keep sending wave after wave after pass rusher. That's a system that works. So that brings us to the Indianapolis Colts. This is where it gets really interesting because I don't think the starting quarterback is on this roster right now. I don't think it's a draft pick either. If I know Chris Ballard, I think he's going to want a veteran pass caller, uh, signal caller, sorry, pass thrower. <laughs> and I do think that they end up with a veteran quarterback acquired in some other way. So I don't think this pick is going to be the quarterback. I know we did that last week, and that was one variation. The next variation is what do you do to help whatever quarterback you have? Bernard Raymond started for them at left tackle. You have Braden Smith at right tackle. Are those guys really what you want? That's the big question. Right now you have your pick of the offensive tackles for whatever veteran that I think Chris Ballard is going to go acquire. You can kick both those guys inside, in my opinion. And so if you end up taking who I think right now is the number one consensus tackle on the board is Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern. I think this is the pick there because then you can put any of those guys inside. There's a question about Skaronsky, whether he needs to be a guard or not. I don't think so, in my opinion. I think he can function out there. So if you get that vet, you got to help him. They take a tackle in Skaronsky. 
a lot of people have talked about Will Levis potentially being the pick there, but you know, the fans are like, no, you you pick Will Levis there, you're going to continue to be bad and have this musical chair thing they're doing at the quarterback position. So maybe they get a veteran. I don't know. Guys, not by the name of Jimmy Garoppolo, he'll be out there. He'll be available. And and if you show up that offensive line with a guy like uh you know this this tackle, I think that'd be definitely beneficial to not just Jimmy but the entire team that wants to get back to that ground and pound get. Uh, Taylor back to being one of the best backs in the league that he looked like a year ago. Uh, we're going to continue to talk about those guys, and we have some talented teams on the clock, starting with Detroit, a team that potentially will be in the playoffs. What? They're fighting for that. I guess by the time you guys hear this, we'll know if they're in the playoffs or not while we're recording this. We don't know. But regardless, right now, they are picking sixth in the draft. So we're going to get to them next. But first, we want to talk to you about the good folks over at Tommy, John, and let you know that winter mornings, they are brutal. We're kind of dealing with some of that right now in the southeast Arkansas. So here's a tip for tackling the day in comfort. Grab the new Tommy John lingerie and take that cozy wherever you go. All right, when you start the year with Tommy John, you are that much more comfortable so that you can do everything better. Tommy John lingerie, pajamas, underwear have dozens of comfort innovations like luxurious soft tri-blend and micro-modal uh, <laughs> fabrics. A four-way stretch, and there's no lint balls or fuzz. All right, with their 20 million pairs sold, that's thousands of five-star reviews. People love Tommy John. That's why Tommy John doesn't just have customers, man. They have fanatics, people that love it. It's like Tommy John fanatics who raves, hey, I bought one pair of lingerie, and after wearing them for two days, got all the other colors available. The only place I don't wear them is to the shower. All right, plus, it's all backed by Tommy John's. Best pair you'll ever wear, and it's free. All right, so get 20% off of your first order, your first order at TommyJohn.com slash locked on. That's 20% off right now at TommyJohn.com slash locked on. See site for more details. Listen up, guys. There's always been times in our lives where either we needed help or someone we know needed help, and, and I've definitely dealt with that even in my own household uh, with just the mental health things. And that's tough, but everyone deserves to feel at their best and better help. They're going to make it easier for you to do that and get started. As the world's largest therapy service, they've matched millions of people with professional and licensed vetted therapists available 100% online. So you don't even have to be there in person. You can click a few buttons and boom. You are there talking to someone that they've matched you with. All the benefits of an in-person therapy, plus it's more convenient. You can do it from your home. You don't have to drive somewhere and go and do that. All right? It's more accessible and it's even more affordable as well. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. And if things are clicking, you like them, they like you, you like the vibe, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime if your vibe isn't right. And it couldn't even be more simpler than that. There's no waiting room. So you don't have to get sit there and wait and just have to be going through all those thoughts. You got somebody that you just click in, you schedule it, and you're going right now. There's no traffic and no endless searching for the right therapist. All right, get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off of your first month at BetterHelp.com slash locked on. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Locked on. All right, guys, we want to thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen of the day. And 
But you know that you need to subscribe to all the Locked On NFL podcasts and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories, plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday and Monday. Local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes. That's Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get to the number six overall pick, and that is the Detroit Lions. What are they going to do? Last week, we had them kind of doubling down from a year ago, drafting another receiver in the top of the draft. But this is a team that has to continue to get better on defense. And I really like them adding Aiden Hutchinson. I think that's going to be really good for them. We had them going Kelly Ringo after, you know, a couple years ago, drafting uh, Jeffrey Okuda out of Detroit. But we're going to go a different direction here. All right, let's continue to add to that defense. Because right now, the offense actually doing well. The offense is doing well. So we either need to go offensive line here for them and continue to add to a strength or go defense, which this is a team that has been prone to giving up a lot of points this year. Let's be more consistent by adding more edge presence. And we're going Miles Murphy. All right, Miles Murphy out of Clemson to Aiden Hutchinson that they got out of Michigan a year ago. So we're going to get good, and we're going to make sure that this defense and we have guys that are rushing off the edge. It's going to move quarterbacks off of their spots. They're going to do it by these terrific edge rushers. So, Miles Murphy, he is now a Detroit Lion. I, I like that. Make that short up. And, and I agree with you. I think that they've shown and they've proven me wrong that their offense can get going. Now, at pick seven for the Las Vegas Raiders, that changes and it actually makes their job a little bit easier knowing that Miles Murphy is gone because folks are going to be tempted here with the whole debacle with Derek Carr to say, go get that quarterback. The third one should be Levis, right? No, they're not going to do that. I actually have a couple of theories about what they are going to do. You can find that if you guys go sub over on NFL33.com. That's where all my draft work is. I think it's going to end up with a former Patriots quarterback in that slot in Las Vegas because I think Josh McDaniels has a specific kind of quarterback that he wants. We'll see if that works out. But so they're not going there. What can they do? They had a couple of drafts that didn't work out. Their actual best defensive player is now a guy that they took in the fourth round in Max Crosby. What can you do to help him? Well, you can give him somebody inside. And I think right now it's been a tough season. I think Brian Brisset has a lot of upside. I think he's a guy who can walk into Las Vegas, help Max be more effective, help that defensive front be more effective overall, and actually be somebody that can ascend within that organization. So Brian Brisset from Clemson, the interior defensive lineman to Las Vegas. I like that pick and definitely got to get better on defense. We watch how they got torched by the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday. Oh, now listen, everybody gets torched by the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Having to 49ers and they invest a lot in the defense, but uh, being able to match up with who you're going to play twice a year, not saying you have to play specifically to your division, but it definitely helps to be, have guys over there and some guys that are going to really help in the interior. We have the Atlanta Falcons on the clock now, and we're going to stay on that defensive line. And go ahead and get a guy by the name of Tyree Wilson, an edge rusher out of Texas Tech. Long guy, 6'6", 275, prototypical type edge rusher with his length and ability. And the Falcons just got better on that D-line. It really helped them from that pass rush standpoint. So uh, this was an area where I feel like they can continue to improve. They got a quarterback. We'll see how they continue to like Desmond Ritter. But could go O-line, could go D-line. Let's continue to make that defense better and take some pressure off of that offense. I still believe in, in Desmond Ritter, so I'm glad that you're trying to help him out and not go in quarterback there. I think there are folks that are starting to, to kind of 
beat those bushes about that. Tyree Wilson is not a top 10 player on my board, so I would have liked to see them go a little bit different direction, maybe a third passing weapon that can help Ritter out, maybe somebody who knows there's a lot of options there. But I like where you're going and building up around that quarterback. So then what happens in Carolina? That's the question. The Carolina Panthers are going to help DJ Moore out by going with the receiver Quentin Johnston. They've been throwing resources at that receiver position, but they need something that's going to stick and some, something that's going to really complement DJ Moore's game. And Quentin Johnston, that field stretcher, that big 6'4", 215-pound receiver, he's going to be the guy. Listen, you can think quarterback at this spot, maybe, right? I, I think when you look at the quarterback position, I mean, is Will Levis going to take over in Carolina? I think right now they got to find the uh, head coach first and foremost. And maybe you do some kind of one-year deal with Sam Darnold. I think he's finishing the season well, maybe he gets a head coach that I've seen turn some things around by the name of uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> and he's inst he instills this certain level of confidence in former first-round picks. So I'm doing it with Alex Smith. A lot of people forget. Nobody wanted Alex Smith when the 49ers uh, ended up getting Jim Harbaugh. He kept him around. They went to the NFC Championship game. All right. So we're going to keep Sam Darnold, see if – Jim Harbaugh could fix him if this is where he ultimately goes. And you're going to have a weapon. I know Quentin Johnson at TCU to really help. That's that's a really interesting help. And like you said, whoever's throwing the ball. I still think that Matt Corral has a chance to, to emerge after an injury in his first season. I know everybody's written him off, but let's see who he ends up competing with because he will be under contract. He should be available. So that's going to be good for them. That brings up the Tennessee Titans for me. And – that's a tough one. This is a team that has been on the playoff run here just until this last week. Uh, obviously not a good look against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nobody likes to lose to them as the Indianapolis Colts. But you got to give them a little bit of credit there. And when you take a look at what they need to do, I, th I think emphasizing what you have is what you have to do here. Derrick Henry might have another year or two left in him. I know that he, he's he's still up and, and putting out, but the volume of work that he takes, you got to give him as many options as possible. They have the investment in Willis, so I, I don't think that they're going to double down and go quarterback here. We'll know more about John Robinson's departure if that does happen. If it is quarterback for Tennessee, then we know who was in and who wasn't. But I take a look at the offensive line and how can you help that. One way you can do it is get a bookend to your right tackle, Petit Ferrer, and give him another one. Paris Johnson Jr., another Buckeye on the other tackle spot. Upgrade that left tackle. Now you're helping Henry. Now you're protecting Willis. I think that that's a good way to go. It's it's maybe a safe pick, but it's one that I think they have to consider. All right. We're going to consider uh, more picks and more guys because right now on the clock, we have the Philadelphia Eagles, Houston Texans, New York Jets, Washington Commanders, Steelers, and Green Bay. So we're going to get to all those picks in just a second, but first we want to let you know about the Ultimate Football GM, and I'm really geeked about this. It's our new par partner, and they're sponsored today's episode as well. Have you ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all have, because that's why you listen to the draft show. Who should your guy take? You want to know all those things. So, manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and coordinators. Uh, trading players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through the free agency and the draft and all the ups and downs of the season. All this is challenging and it's actually very realistic. And, you know, in the game world, Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. 
All right, Locked On NFL Draft listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On, and that Locked On is in all caps in the game store. That's Locked On, all caps in the game store. All right, so make sure that you check it out today. And to download it, the game is very easy. Go to ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app store right now. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You got the Philadelphia Eagles here. They want to make a strength even stronger. Mm. And the offense, they got weapons. They're firing around. Offensive line, that's good. But where can they maybe get a little bit better? All right. We'll see what they do with Slate. We'll see what they do with Bradbury. But we're going to add another cornerback. And we're going to go Sam Cam Smith. Cam Smith's going to be the first cornerback off of the board in this draft. All right. Cam Smith out of South Carolina. I love his game. I love the twitch. I love the change of direction. I love the feet. This is a guy who I think potentially can be, uh, you know, hovering around that top 10 pick when it's all said and done. A lot of people really high on Kelly Ringo. We'll see where he goes. There's some other guys, Joy Porter Jr. But I think Kevin Smith, he's going to be first corner gone in this draft. I think that that's really, really great fit there. And uh, I think I may have been a little bit frustrated with that going off the board already. I had plans for that one. Thanks there. So. <laughs> uh, now that moves us on to the Houston Texans. And they started this draft with CJ Stroud this time with a new signal caller. And, this is a, a unique opportunity to make two picks that can kind of help each other out. And I do think that there's a couple of needs that obviously that without that offensive production, uh, you got Pierce. So I think you feel good about the running game, at least at the starter level. Maybe you want depth there, but we'll talk about running backs in day three. When it comes to this, I think but to help CJ Stroud, you need a couple of things and you can go multiple directions here. For me, I think the best fit is getting somebody that can kind of take the underneath things that can do some of the work, that maybe a certain wide receiver doesn't want to do anymore. So I think this guy is still my number one. Jordan Addison from USC is going to be somebody that can walk in there, work with Stroud, get on the same page, and that gives you at least a tandem for the future you can feel really, really good about. Jordan Addison, USC, the wide receiver to the Houston Texans. And then that brings us to the Jets. Do you like it? Oh, yeah, 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 really like it. Of course. They got some guys coming back from injury, but I think I, I don't think that Cooks is going to be there too much longer. Right. So, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to call him out. Sorry there, Brandon. But hey, you know, things happen the way that happens. So let us know. Yeah. So that brings us to the New York Jets. And this is the big question for me. This is the team that I think really could be in a position to say, I don't know what we have. Mike Smith can't do it. Joe Flacco is you know on life support at this point. Um, and I just don't know if they're ready to pull the trigger on Zach Wilson. There, there are some people in the NFL circles that think that this is already a done deal and Wilson is not the future. They're not going to give him a chance to compete. So what do you do in that kind of situation? Well, you'll get somebody else that maybe has some flaws that maybe shouldn't be a top 10 pick, but you can see him getting there and he has tools. This, I think, is, is a borderline, but I'm going to take a risk because I think the competition will pay off for one of those guys with Wilson still on the roster. If you put Levis, Will Levis walks in here and is an instant competition for him. Maybe they make each other better and you get a true quarterback 
for the franchise, for the future, out of what is a competition year in 2023. So Will Levis, the Kentucky quarterback, to the Jets. Ooh, and that's a big swing. But gosh, man, I just feel like if it doesn't work with Zach, man, I think you got to go free agent route. Maybe get a veteran. That's tough, yeah. too, though, because they have some kind of veterans there. We'll see who's available for them. Maybe Carr. Do you think, do you think that Carr can leave the Raiders and potentially go to the, the Jets? I, I believe the Jets will have to trade for him, though. Well, here's the thing. Carr has a, a no-trade clause. He gets to pick where he goes. As much as I think I can, I would respect having a defense that I could rely on. I don't think the quarterback at the end of his career is looking for that. I don't think he allows the Jets to be his destination. All right, so now we got the Washington Commanders on the clock, and we're going to go cornerback here. And we're going to go Christian Gonzalez. I think they like those big-body guys, a guy that can play on the outside. He's fluid. He's a playmaker. He's got great, terrific athletic ability. We see his sister. She's an uh, uh, Olympic athlete as well on the track and field. So Christian Gonzalez, the transfer from Colorado. Welcome to the Washington Commanders. Welcome in. Welcome in. I like that one. I, I think he's a guy that is going to continue to rise. And he's now CB2, according to this one, right? Is that something that he can compete and get to the point where he is CB1? I think that's that's with in the realm of possibility. I, I think the CFB semi kind of knocked Keely Ringo down, so that does make a lot of sense to me. Now it comes up to the, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who made the big investment, obviously, in their quarterback. And what can you do? They already shipped off uh, Chase Claypool. Now they go back and, and they have, they have Deontay still. I do believe he's still under contract. George Pickens is starting to start to make some rumblings about wanting the ball more. That's a good thing in terms of moving your offense around. I don't know if it's a good thing for quarterback development. So what can you do to help him out? Is it another weapon? Is it somebody on the offensive line? I, I think you could go a number of, of ways. You could also flip it around and go the opposite and look at the defense. I think in the end, this is a team that needs to put up more points to compete. So I do think that they're going to kind of stick around and stay in that wide receiver kind of area. I like that. And if you need to pair somebody with uh, the Georgia wide receiver, uh, Jason might be a good guy that gets in there, can work the middle, help the quarterback out. I know the tight end's the quarterback's best friend, but Jackson Smith and Chigba in that offense, I think is something that can help Kenny really progress. And I like that fit. Yeah. And, you know, the guy Deontay Johnson as well, he's been a high volume uh, target guy and having terrific weapons. I think that's something that uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, they definitely have never shied away from. Uh, with the last pick in today's episode of this mock draft, you got the Green Bay Packers on the clock. And this is an interesting team here. You look at some of the weapons, potentially can add a receiver, but they got a lot of young guys. You got to let it, let it develop a little bit. So let's add to that offensive line go with Broderick Jones out of Georgia. I think this is a guy that really could shoot up in this uh, draft. If you told me come draft time, he goes before Paris Johnson, that's not something that would really surprise me. I think this is actually going to end up being a really strong and rich offensive line draft. But Broderick Jones out of Georgia, he's the last pick in today's episode to the Green Bay Packers. Nice. I like that. He's actually a guy that's coming up my board, and uh, I'll reveal my top 10 uh, tackles here on NFL 33 coming up quick. All right, guys. We want definitely thank you for listening to Locked On NFL Draft and making it your first listen of the day. For your second listen of the day, check out the Locked On NFL podcast, bring you the local insights you love to the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories. That's Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, you can listen to this episode on YouTube and wherever you listen to your podcast as well. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the review button, all that and more. But 
We're going to be right here next what, Wednesday, coming back with the second part of this draft show and um, bring you the second half of the draft. But, Dennis, we are out. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.